Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your $60? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time. Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question. Should I buy it, though? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Should I Buy It, Though? I am... Uh, I don't have a persona named shit. Uh, uh, should I buy it though, man? Persona. Uh, I failed. Uh, I'm TJ. Uh, I don't have a persona yet. Uh, but my heart can still be cured. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Get one. Uh, if, if you had a persona that actually like exists, w- which one would you pick? I would probably pick Jack Frost because he's oh, adorable. Man, I don't know. Arsene's cool too. Arsene is cool. Arsene's like an OG, even though he's like the newest one. <laughs> I know, right? I agree. <laughs> and in case you didn't know, we are reviewing not Persona Five, but Persona Five Strikers. Strikers, the sequel to Persona Five, which released back in 2017. Strikers actually released uh, this past February. Um, yeah. and we're finally reviewing it um, because you know what? I'm a big Persona fan. TJ, you're a pretty big Persona fan as well, right? I do enjoy me some Persona. And um, I've heard just such great things about it over the past few months. And I'm like, you know what? It's about time we check this out. So that's what we're doing. Uh, Here's the thing, though. Persona 5 Strikers is a little bit different from the usual Persona formula. Persona uh, is traditionally a turn-based JRPG where half the game is your turn-based dungeon-crawling combat. And the other half is slice-of-life kind of doing social links talking to your friends, building up a rapport with them so you can make them stronger so you could go back and fight with them during the turn-based combat section. So that's usually how Persona goes. This one's a little different. This one is more like a Dynasty Warriors uh, Masuo game. Is that what they're called? Where essentially you're taking on waves and waves of enemies and just slicing your way through them. It's not turn-based. It's an action game. Um, But... This one is more, I think it's more closely related to a Persona experience rather than a Masuo experience. And we'll go into that later. But I used to love those games, so I'm pretty interested. Yeah, you, you might like this one a lot then um, because it really does combine the two elements like together into one. It's a little bit shorter. Normally, Persona games, they're JRPGs, so they could go <laughs> like 100, 100 plus hours. Yeah. Um, so I think in totality, I've, I might've put in 300 plus hours into Persona 5 because I played the game when it came out in 2017. Then I played it again shortly after that. And then I played, uh, Persona 5 Royal last year. So that's three times I played the game altogether. Interesting. Crazy. Yeah. Um, and now I'm diving into this game. I didn't get a chance to beat it, unfortunately, but I got through a lot of it. I want to say more than half. I did about uh, four out of, I don't know how many dungeons are in it, but four of them I completed. If I'm guessing there's seven, so four out of seven would be more than half. Um, I, I'm, I'm getting close, but I'm very excited to finish it. I'll definitely be wrapping that up. So where should we start first? 
because uh, I guess usually like the easiest things we talk about are just like how does it look? How, how does it look? Sound? Technically, all that stuff. Yeah. So this is very much. It's still Persona Five. This is not a spinoff by any means. This is a sequel to Persona Five, which I adore. So the the voice actors are back voicing the characters, and they are masterful here. The sound quality for them for a couple of the characters is a little hit or miss because apparently some of the English voices were recorded. Uh, right as the pandemic was starting up so mm. you could tell that they're recording from home but it's not distracting at all like they did what they could with it and it's fine it's passable their voice acting quality though is top tier like they're phenomenal ryuji's voice is fantastic they're all great i love them uh visual style it's still very much has that persona 5 slick art style it's amazing um the menus it it's different for Persona 5, but they still have that style to them. The the quick changes to a different menu and characters flying across the screen while you're doing it. Snappy uh, clicks like in and out of menus. That's all very, very well done. Um, yeah, it's just very clean, very slick. A uh, lot of explosions happening on screen. So sometimes it's difficult to tell what's going on, but... Uh-huh. I almost like that about it, you know? Are they still playing, like, that battle jazz kind of stuff? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) TJ, the music. Let me just say this straight out. Like, from here at the beginning, if any of you don't know, Persona 5 is my second favorite game of all time. So I'm going to be a little biased here. That being said, this is probably my game of the year that we're talking about. Not to spoil my vote at the end, but, like, the music is a huge part of that. It goes such a long way of making the experience that much better. Like, you are into these battles because of the music. It's very jazzy uh, while also being JRPG. Um, A lot of remixes of Persona 5 songs to make them more rock even. So you you get to hear different takes on music that people already love. The one thing, and I love this, that that they did that, that didn't really change. Um, the song is called Life Will Change. And if you know where that usually plays in Persona 5, you'll probably know what I'm talking about. They didn't touch that at all. That's still the same. And it plays exactly where you expect it to play. And it is so hype. And I loved it. But um, there's new songs here. There's remix songs. One of my favorites that's new is called um, uh, Daredevil is the name of the song. And that is very, very well done. But yeah, all the technical aspects of this game are 10 out of 10. Spot on. I love it. Nice. Yeah. Especially if you love Persona, you're going to love this no matter what, even with the change of combat, which might be uh, a good place to tackle next, TJ. Um, okay. This is not turn-based, so already it's going to be faster paced. Even though I would argue that Persona 5, even for JRPG standards, is a faster-paced turn-based system. This is pure action game. You're taking on waves and waves of enemies, slicing and dicing through them. But you still have your personas here. So if you hold down the R1 button, a menu pops up that slows down time. Very Final Fantasy VII-esque. That brings up a menu of all your persona powers. So uh, whatever affinity you have. If you're playing as on, playing as Yusuke, you get your fire ice and so on. Uh, nice. Joker's, Joker still has his plethora of different personas that he could use. He still has that power. Um And when you slow down time, you go through this menu, pick which one you want to do. So if you're going to blast enemies with fire, you could do that. And if they're weak to it, uh, that weakness will come up and you get a chance to do do an all-out attack with everybody. 
a lot of different systems going on here. I mean, the biggest thing I actually kind of let slip is the fact that you could play as multiple characters and use their own unique move sets. You could play as the entire cast, Ryuji Morgana, all of them, including, like including one. the ones from Royale. Yeah, uh, no. So the this is a sequel to original Persona Five. They didn't do it as a sequel uh, to Persona Five Royal, which is okay. a little weird, but. The new characters that showed up in Royal are not here, uh, which this is a discussion for another day, but I actually prefer <laughs> that. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, the characters from Royal were cool, but the ending or the last third of that game kind of bothered me a little bit. But anyway, mm. we're not talking about Royal. So um, there is a new character in Strikers, though, and she is delightful. You get to play as her as well. Um, and everyone has their own unique combat style. It's not a copy-paste kind of thing here. They all do different things. They have different combos. Uh, almost Devil May Cry in that aspect, where you have a combination of different square and triangle moves. Um, a lot of, a lot of different things you could do. You have a dodge capabilities. One of my favorite things that was added here is the skill system. I forget what they call it. It's like bonds is what they say, which is sort of tied to like a social link kind of thing that I'll talk about in a minute. Mm -hmm. But you go in there and you spend your bond points on different ways to make combat better. So um, your ability to do more damage to enemies, your ability to charge up a showtime gauge that you have, which is like your super move for each character. Uh, You could add HP to yourself, more SP, which is very useful so many different things you could do in there um and the way you build up those bond points is when you go back into reality from these jails that you're going into um you have unique moments with the cast of characters that are with you not like in regular persona games where you get to choose who you hang out with and you get to pick what time of day you do it and other events you could do it's more linear of an experience where the events sort of happen but you collect bond points through that as well as other mini games that you have like cooking um and a couple other moments here and there but just like in regular persona real life goes hand in hand with the uh uh, jail palace fiction world mm-hmm. almost you know unreality whatever you want to call it but um, so a lot of the DNA of Persona is still there there's just differences that maybe some people prefer like it being an action game instead of turn based it is certainly a lot faster paced for Persona standards not only it clocking at like a 40-50 hour time but just the action uh, DNA of this game makes it faster paced you know so you're you're blazing through these jails pretty quickly important to say in persona 5 you might have heard me say palaces before that's what the dungeons were called in that game in this game they're jails they're not palaces anymore you're going to people's jails and fighting the bosses there so that's a big difference there uh any questions you had about the combat tj anything maybe that i'm forgetting that i should touch on um combat wise I mean, you said you can go into different personas and stuff, right? Like, you can transform. Do the personas come out and, like, aid you, or do you, like, transform into the personas? So, uh, when you're holding that R1 button down to bring them out, they they pop up behind you, and time freezes. You call on your persona, and then you select what uh, ability they're going to use. You don't turn into them or anything. They just sort of appear above you while you're going to do them. The move that you're going to pick. Kind of like what you see in, like, Smash, right? 
Yeah, it's exactly like Smash. Joker's character there, how Arsene pops out behind him and you use him. That that's exactly it. Yes. Okay. Uh, the Velvet Room does make a return here where you Ooh. get to uh, create a bunch of different personas. Um, you could power them up, which I believe is different. I might be misremembering where you put a lot of points into making them stronger, increasing their stats and everything. I know you could like gain yeah, you XP can, like, level them up, but, to like, level them up, but this one's a little different. When you're in battle, the personas don't level up. You do as a character. Joker hmm. does. But you could level up the personas when you're inside the Velvet Room and you're putting points into them. That's interesting. That's the, the difference there. And um, they make a lot of quality of life changes in the Velvet Room in particular, which I actually really like. You could see a list of... Um, unregistered personas that you haven't crafted yet that are near your level and it tells you exactly what you need to get to them. Uh, so it's not always a guessing game of trying to figure out okay, what combination of personas do I need to do to yeah. make this thing right now? Like, it, it's going to tell you, you that. You don't got to like capture and waste personas. Can you still capture personas in this? Yes. Um, when you're fighting enemies in the world there's a random drop percentage of a persona to drop their mask and you can pick up their mask and uh, you get to use that persona for free, essentially, without crafting them. Um, but unlike Persona 5, where you have an ability to capture anyone you want at any time, this one is a little bit more random. So the best method to get the one you want is by just creating it in the Velvet Room. We do love some RNGs. Yes. Um, but again, that's an upgrade that you could get to make that more frequent, to make sure more masks pop up in the field. Um, treasure demons make a return in this game so they net more money and more uh, experience for you when you encounter them um yeah a lot of different cool things going on here so like that bond system i know because before you go on like dates and all that and you said that's out of the picture so would you say it's like closer to um like how the bonding system is in scarlet nexus or um Kind of, I the better comparison I can make here is to Persona itself. You know the different events that happen throughout the calendar year in a Persona game where it's it's a given event. You don't have a choice to go on this. Like you're going on a, a road trip to the beach with your friends, yeah. and they all bond together, and you just experience the cutscene with them. But it's like a goofy scene that's happening. Yeah, it's that the whole game. You get all those goofy scenes. Okay, so you're just like you're gonna bond with these people no matter what happens, as long as exactly, the and you're gonna get bond points by hanging out with them no matter what okay um there's other ways to add to bond points too by when you get the uh, ability to access cooking if you cook a new item you're going to get bond points so that's a way to do it as well and when you're engaged in battle after every battle just like experience points you're going to get a little bit of bond points okay that's if i remember that's not the quickest way to do it but it is a way to do it and again there's a skill in the bond menu that allows you to get bond points to increase faster as you go throughout the game. Nice. So now does each character feel unique to you as you play, or is it just like generic combos and everybody has like a different special? Oh no, they they are all extremely different from one another. Different abilities, different feels to them. Ryuji is a lot slower than a lot of the characters, but he's stronger. And he, his special move uh, is to prevent the enemy from flinching him or knocking him over. So he's your tank, essentially, but he feels slower. Um, there's a give and take there. Joker is a lot faster paced. He has a bunch of Persona abilities available to him, so he's ideal. But 
again, right from the very beginning of the game, you have the ability to choose any character you want to play as. So you're going to want to be swapping them in and out as much as you can to make sure they scale with each other because certain dungeons are better for certain characters. So on is better for the first dungeon but she might suck for the second one where it's Yusuke's time to shine right so mm-hmm. you're going to be switching them in and out anyway and this game scales them very well to the point where no one character is going to be dog shit at one moment like they're they're still getting experience outside of battle okay. but you want them in your party so they increase faster and in scaling uh, on the same level as your other characters so you don't want to prioritize one or two uh, the entire game. You want to switch them out consistently. Also, you want to try to use other characters and not just Joker the whole time because the more you play as a character and the more you fight enemies, they get their own unique abilities as the game goes on. So the more you fight with Yusuke, he unlocks a set of four different uh, new abilities or combos that he can unlock. Same with all the other characters. So experimenting with all of them is something you definitely, definitely should do to unlock some of those special skills that might be amazing. One of Joker's is um, when he hits the triangle button, it's his gun move, so he doesn't use any more ammo when he uh, hits the triangle button if you unlock the fourth skill for him. So using him over and over again helps in order to get that. And not using bullets is a very good thing because (laughs) some enemies are weak to bullets, you know? Um, Yeah, a lot of cool systems I got going on here. And it's, it's not, it's sorry, it's it's not mindless either. With some other Misuo games, Mitsuo, I'm going to have to look that up know. later. I think it's but, Musou, but I'm not trying Yeah, sure. Dynasty Warriors, Hyrule Warriors, I've tried a couple of them, and I wasn't too into them. It seemed very, like, mashing the square button to me, you know, not a lot going into it. But mm-hmm. in this game, if you're not careful, you could die very, very easily, very, very quickly. You, there is thinking that goes on here. Um... Yeah, you can mash square if you want and maybe get away with it because there's a dodge button, but uh, a lot of the enemies are weak to different things, and to prevent yourself from getting wrecked by them, you're going to want to slow down time, assess the situation, see, okay, what are they weak to? You could scan them. Uh, Okay, they're weak to nuke. Let me switch over to Makoto, use her move. One person's dying. I got to switch to someone that has a healing ability. Do that. Um, you could pause combat to use SP and HP healing items, which is very nice. You don't have to do that on the fly. It gives you an extra uh, second to like catch your breath and think about what's going on there, which is you know a welcome addition. <laughs> but um, yeah, you cannot just mash your way through the game. Otherwise, the bosses will probably eat you alive. You know. Nice. Um, and since. At the point that you are in the game, have you reached any points where they're just like, no, you have to use this character, this character has to be in your party, or like they split you up or anything no, like that? No, not at all. I mean, there was one moment where a character exited the party, but it was literally for three minutes. It was just a matter of like, oh, they're running ahead. We got to catch up to them. That that was it, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, even there was one moment where you could clearly tell the story is about this one person at this one moment and the game even suggests like oh maybe put me in your party because i want to be a part of this you you don't even have to do that i put her in because i wanted to but it lets you choose who you want the reason the game gives you that suggestion is because the boss that you're going to face after that is weak to her affinity which is light Mm -hmm. um so the game's helping you out in that respect. And it's very, very obvious which jails want to prioritize which characters because nine times out of ten, the boss is weak to their affinity. 
So you do have an opportunity even through the story to try out all these different characters, which I think is super cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, anything else gameplay combat wise before I move into mm, the story? No, I think we hit like a lot of good points on that. I think, yeah, I think we pretty much covered everything. I mentioned cooking. Shops are back, or one shop specifically. <laughs> but, um, can yeah, you like lo- explore any areas or anything like that since it is kind of like an adventure game, like any hidden nooks okay. or side? Areas. So that's one good thing to mention, and I'll briefly touch on this in story too, but it's good to say it here because this is more gameplay focused, this part of the game. But you're traveling all across Japan, which I heard is what the original Persona 5 was trying to go for, but they ran out of time, so they had to keep it as just the, the neighborhood area and then um, what's the main heart of Tokyo there? What's that city called? Shibuya. Shibuya. Shibuya and your little neighborhood is where you're focused on in Persona 5. But uh, here you're on like a summer vacation. So you're traveling across Japan um, and you get to visit different towns, different cities and see the different shops there. You get to explore, see what they sell. They all sell different items that heal, obviously, HP, SP, different cooking items that you can only access in certain shops, different recipes you could get. Uh, there's side missions that are um, attached to visiting shops and maybe buying something from them. That was one thing I forgot to mention. The request system that you get, they're essentially side quests. You go in, uh, you could fight certain enemies is one way to fulfill requests. You could uh, get certain personas that you present in the velvet room. And all this does is unlock different uh, items in the shop, different EXP points that you could get to upgrade yourself. Uh, so there's a nice little side mission system that's built into the game that you don't have to do, but it certainly helps, and I've been enjoying doing them. So, yeah. Nice. That's something that uh, people like to do in Persona, or just in anime games in general. Can you change costumes? Uh, not from what I've seen yet, if they do have that ability. So I'm, I'm just going to say no, which is unfortunate. Because that is something I did like in Persona 5. There's a whole bunch of costumes in there that you could change. But I have not seen that in this one. If I'm missing it, someone please tell me. And I'll go look for that. But I haven't found that anywhere in any menu yet. So I'm going to say no, which is unfortunate. Good call, TJ. Okay. (laughs) Maybe in DLC in the future. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, we I can think move on. it's story time. Ooh, tell us a story. Yeah. So no spoilers, of course. Uh, this game's not that old, so I'm not going to spoil it. And I haven't been in it, so even if I wanted to, I probably couldn't. But the Phantom Thieves are back four months after the original Persona 5 game. And it is summer vacation. They're going on a trip together. And hilarity and shenanigans ensue. They encounter um, evil. <laughs> and villainy. It's a great mystery, Evil just and like villainy. just like the first game. Uh, don't really know what's going on, but they're traveling to these dungeons called jails now, as opposed to palaces, and they work and operate very, very differently. But at the end of the day, they're going to go and defeat the boss that is in charge of each of these jails and move on with the story. Uh, Bonds, your your sort of social link half of the story here. I actually really love in this game. Probably not as much as the original, but in different ways, I think they handle it great because it's all those hilarious, goofy cutscenes that you see 
in traditional persona games but that's what you're doing the entire time as you're going from jail to jail and i think they nail the comedy in this game better than any persona game i have found myself laughing out loud multiple times uh throughout the entire journey so the way that they handle comedy here is spot on that's because also i think i have a love for these characters and i know where they've been where they're coming from so things that they say fall in line with how they would act but it's elevated in a way because i've spent 300 plus hours with them already but even then they could fuck up with the writing so it's still impressive that they've managed to do that for someone that has spent a lot of time with the characters you know not only that but the choices that you get to pick for your protagonist and what he says they're hilarious as well normally i go with like the straightforward serious what he would say options but in this I have not been able to help myself. If there is like a funny, funny option, I go with it. And it is beautiful. It's, yeah, it's great. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, um, again, it's hard to talk too much about story without going into spoilers. And of course, yeah. I haven't seen the end, so they could fuck it up in the last few hours. I hope not, but it's possible. Um, but I just want to emphasize again for people that are maybe like not too fond of other like spin-off persona games maybe the persona q games you weren't a fan of or persona persona 4 arena ultimax the dancing games this is not that this is very much a sequel to persona 5 it just has a different combat style that's it otherwise it is a continuation of the previous story so story-wise it's absolutely a sequel it's just a different kind of game yes exactly if, if you're a fan of the original game i think this is a must play um and that's coming from someone who maybe thought like other people did and that like ah, i don't know if i should check it out right now maybe i'll wait till it gets cheaper which i did do and um i'll i'll see it if it's like if people give it good reviews i don't know i wasn't enthusiastic about it but after play and i'm like oh thank god i got around to it because this this is more of what i wanted you know these characters and this setting and this world of course persona 6 i'll be very excited for when that comes out but if it follows the trend of all the other games, we're going to get a new setting, a new cast of people to learn about, and a new mystery to solve, you know? So this is like a nice, I'm assuming this is the last Phantom Thieves adventure, so this will be a very nice send-off for them. Let's say, um, how do you feel about them dropping this three years after the other one, as opposed to just making a Persona 6? Uh, I'm okay with it, <laughs> because <laughs> I've, I really enjoy the game, you know? And Persona games... Uh, like main title ones like from three to four four to five five to six they take a long time yeah uh so this is like a nice way to hold people over that are just waiting for persona six you know uh we're supposed to get information very soon actually i don't know if it's persona six or a different game but in september they're gonna drop a whole bunch of news apparently about what's coming for persona so maybe six is on the horizon i'm very excited but yeah um, I think I covered most of what I wanted to cover in the story. Yeah, the gameplay, the story. Uh, it, there's nothing more I could say other than it's very well done. It's more Phantom Thieves. Uh, they've done a great job and added like a couple twists here and there to the the usual formula. So you're not going through the motions. It compared still feels to like the last experience. story, is it better on average? Well, I haven't finished it yet, so overall year. I can't say. But um, I want to say it is on par. Okay. with the previous story 
obviously that game has a lot more time to tell a complete tale and you're learning about the characters for the first time so there's more intrigue involved with that but i mean this in its own way is still spectacular you know that's good because usually sequels fall off the map i know especially when you have a game with so much nuance Exactly. And that's all that's still there underneath it all. One okay, if I could say one complaint about the story, um, and I might be stupid right now for saying this because I haven't beaten it, but it seems painfully obvious to me who the bad guy is gonna end up being. Cause there's like a mastermind that you're trying to track down that's like overseeing all of these jails and you don't know who it is. But I'm like, come on. Like, come on now. It has to be this individual uh, or individuals. You don't know. But uh, it it seems like the way they've written, like, the main cast is they're not aware of it. And it seems very, very stupid to me. I'm like, they would pick up on some of this stuff, it feels like. Because in the last game uh, with another villain in that, they were very quick on the uptake and were able to outsmart that person in that game too. So I'm like, why are they not seeing it here where I, where I think it is a lot more obvious in this instance? In the mm-hmm. last game, I thought they hit it pretty well, uh, which led to a very cool plot twist. But in in here, I'm like, uh, come on, guys. When are we going to fucking figure it out? You know, um, so maybe that's one negative I have for the story, and I could be totally one hundred percent wrong. I, I will let you know, TJ, but <laughs> I don't think I am. <laughs> you know, give you guys an update at home. Yeah, so uh, that's all I have. I think um, this. Yeah, I think I can officially say, even though I haven't beaten it, it's my game of the year. It replaced Returnal officially. Wow. Love Returnal, great story, great game there as well, but. I mean, Persona has a piece of my heart already, and I might be a little bit biased here, but I think the combat and what they have you do here is more interesting. There's more options available to you, and the story is a hoot and a half. Um, I'm having Would a great Would you put time. it on your list of favorite games of all time? Not top 10, but um, it's something I will go back and play again. And mm-hmm. it's something I would recommend to someone, especially if they've already played Persona 5. So, I don't know. Top 25, <laughs> if I, I were to put it somewhere right now. But not in my top 10, okay. necessarily. Well, I don't I like it as much as the original Persona 5. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's sure darn close. <laughs> well, I think we know the answer, but you think it's time for a vote? I do think it is time for a vote. <laughs> All right. So, in the case of Persona 5 Strikers, how do you vote? Please buy this game, everyone. (laughs) Especially if you've played Persona 5. In fact, okay, wait. Maybe don't buy it if you haven't played that game. Go play that one first. At least watch the story or something. Yes, do something. Just experience Persona 5. Although you'll want to play it after you've seen it. I guarantee it. Maybe play Royal if you have free time. Although I have issues with parts of that story, but that's okay. The gameplay is much improved in Royal. Um, then play Strikers, please. By then it'll be cheap and you'll love it. Um, when we get around to our Game of the Year discussions back in January, did we do it last time? December, January time. Yeah. This will be on my list for sure. Un- unless Far Cry 6 blows me out of the water, but I doubt it, it will. <laughs> I know. Um, so absolutely, 100%, without a doubt, you should buy it, though. Nice. Now, we have a friend here who... Is on the show, usually. <laughs> He's a little busy being a professional actor, mm-hmm. being lame. Um, <laughs> who is not a big fan of JRPGs. But he Correct. does like 
action adventure games. I don't know if he likes Musos or warrior type games. Do you think that he would enjoy this game? And for those of you who don't know at home, talk about Mr. Giancarlo Herrera. That's right. Um, I think he would because it is an action game. It's not regular turn-based combat JRPG-ness. Even when I played Persona for the first time, even though there is a DNA there that is very JRPG, it still didn't feel like the normal JRPG. <laughs> it yeah. didn't. It, it the characters and how they talk to each other. Uh, it, it was more grounded in reality for me, even though it is a very unreal situation that they're put in. Yeah. Um, more of a connection and bonds that you have there with them, uh, and the combat is very action packed, uh, fast paced. And something that I think people that might necessarily have a lot of time that they would enjoy more than other JRPGs. I think that's my opinion. Um, it is the only game that I've ever played that's come close to almost replacing Kingdom Hearts as my favorite game of all time. Wow. Uh, it did not do that. Kingdom Hearts is still my favorite, but it, it came the closest. It's number two. So um, this is something I would I would absolutely check out. There's problems with persona games of course i'm not saying it's a perfect game there's stuff that does need to change as time goes on but uh it's still pretty darn good so yes how about you tj did this make you want to go out and buy it right away um it does actually like it makes me super excited to play i do like persona games in general but um it also like it's intriguing to figure out like how this game will play because like i know how muso games play i've played Di- probably, I've probably been playing Dynasty Warriors since Dynasty Warriors came out. I've played a bunch of different kinds of them, so like, I, like I enjoy those kind of games as well. But like their spin on it, and also like just adding the Persona aspect to it, like I think sounds interesting. So I'm definitely excited to try and pick it up. Yeah, it's amazing what they've done with it because it's not a different style game with a Persona skin on top of it. It still very much feels like a Persona game. Even though the combat's completely different, I'm like, no, I'm playing a Persona game right now. Uh, it feels like an evolution of what they've already started here. Like, they're building on the roots that they've established. And I would not be surprised if they didn't do this in the future, but they made an action game in the future as opposed to uh, the turn-based combat that you've seen in all the other games. I was going to say, would you be upset if like Persona 6 played like this as opposed to a normal Persona game? I would miss a lot of what was done already, but I would not be upset. After playing this, I'm like, okay, they know what they're doing. I, I would be on board with a change in, in combat, for sure. Cool. Yeah, Which is high praise, because I could be very set in like what I know. <laughs> <laughs> with... with with video games especially i'm like no don't change anything but um this i'm like yeah (laughs) that would be fun um so yeah in the case of persona 5 strikers you should buy it though go and pick it up go pick it oh how much is this game right now too i got it for 35 dollars on amazon i think it was but um even if you waited a little bit, this is going to drop down to probably like 20 bucks by the end of the year. So, What systems can they play it on? Because we can't all get PS5s. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm playing it on a PS5, but it's a PS4 game still. So you get it for PS4, and it is available also on the Switch. So if you want to take Persona on the go, 
this is a perfect way to do that because I do not think other Persona games are on the yeah. Nintendo Switch. And that sounds like a good kind of game for a Switch too. Absolutely. Nintendo's yeah. been doing pretty good this year. It, especially the setting of this game. The, the main characters are on the go. They're going from location to location, driving around on a vacation. So you can get yourself in that vacation move, mood by taking this on the go with you on the Switch. So there you go. There you have it. <laughs> Buy Persona and go on vacation. Hell yeah. In that order. <laughs> in that order. Um, but we would like to thank our patron, Jerry Benetatos, for his continued support. And we'd like to thank you guys for listening right now. Without you, we wouldn't be here right now. You it know? really wouldn't. It's been over um, a year. Over a year. It's crazy. So thank you, guys. And if you like what we do here on this show, please go check out our other show, Dungeons and Drimbus. That is our uh, actual play D&D podcast. And we do a lot of cool stuff over there, uh, a lot of funny stories that we create, and a, uh, a lot of funny characters that we get to voice. Um, ton of fun. So check out Dungeons and Drimbus once again. You can find that on our website and uh, check out our Twitter at Drimbus Pod if you want more information on that. Uh, reach out to us on Discord if you are a patron with us. You get access to that and let us know what games you want to see us play in the future. Uh, you can just connect with us in general on that Discord. So yeah, or become that. a patron. Come play with us. Things like that, dude. Absolutely. We need, we need more patrons. Please, we love Jerry, please. but we want more friends. <laughs> and tell tell people about us. Tell your friends that we're here and that we're cool people to listen to. <laughs> if you think that, I don't know. Maybe you're like, I hate these guys. That's why I'm listening. These guys to are them. awful. I don't know why I keep listening to them. <laughs> <laughs> but damn it, I love them. <laughs> but anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. That's all I got. TJ, any final words for uh, our adoring fans? Nope. Just go and pick up Persona 5 Strikers. Hell yeah. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll talk at you real soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.